Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sarah Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, I'm going to be talking about International Friendship Day. Yes, Saturday the 30th of July is known as International Friendship Day. So I thought it would be really good to talk about the importance of having a support system during your breakup and divorce and exactly how that dynamic with your friends can work. So obviously, when you're going through a breakup, it feels like you've lost a huge amount of love from your life. And this can be really interesting because time and time again, when I've asked people, do you feel lonely when they've come out of a breakup or a divorce? Surprisingly, over 50% of my clients say to me, actually, I'm feeling very loved right now. Now, they're missing their ex, of course, and there's a big gap where their ex used to be, for sure. However, the outpouring of love from friends and other family members and other people that maybe are a little bit unexpected too, who step up at times like this, that love, that attention, that support can really be very healing and actually make you feel less alone than you did during your marriage. Now, those clients, those people that usually say this to me are people that are coming out of relationships that weren't very healthy. Maybe they knew it was fizzling out. Maybe their needs weren't being met in so many areas. So actually now the friendship, the outpouring of support and love really made them feel much more loved and much less alone than they'd actually felt in their relationship. So have a think, okay? Because quite often we get caught up in thinking, well, I must be feeling lonely because my ex has left. Let's try and separate that out. So you're not focusing necessarily on missing your ex so much as who stepped up for you in your life right now? Who is there providing you love and support? And maybe you have much more of that in your life than you did before, especially if your relationship wasn't working so well towards the end. Now, it's really common in a relationship to put so much reliance on that one person, that partner for everything, for everything. Now, one of my clients, Rosie, she's been married for a very long time, 32 years, okay? And that to me is amazing. I think I managed about four years <laughs> and everything fell apart by then. But 32 years, I mean, really significant amount of her life has been spent with one person. But in our sessions, what we found was that she relied on him for everything. He was the driver in the house. She does drive, but she didn't really have much confidence because she hardly ever did it. They would always go out together where possible. So she rarely had to drive outside of the town that she lived in. For longer trips, he was always with her. She relied on him to be her best friend, her entertainer, her lover, the father to their kids, the person that she relied on for doing jobs around the house. The person, if anything went wrong, he was the person she went to. Now, she will be the first to admit that this relationship hadn't made her happy for the last five or six years. 
And in that time, she felt unloved and rejected a lot of the time. Their lives had fizzled apart and she felt she wasn't getting the support that she needed. But this is really interesting. And Alain de Botton, who talks about this topic a lot, calls it romantic realism. And I love that phrase because actually, is it realistic that our partners are everything to us, that they serve every need? You know, they could put up a shelf. They can be the best lover. They can be the best parent. They can be your best friend. They're the person to lift you up when you feel down. You know, is it realistic to expect that from a partner? Or are we setting ourselves up for a fall with that? Now, obviously, there are some partnerships that work super well like that. You know, my own parents are a glowing example of being each other's best friends and partners and being super, super happy nearly 50 years of marriage in. So I know it is true and can happen for absolute sure. But is it the norm? Now, if you think about it from a friendship perspective, with friends, and hey, we're talking about International Friendship Day here, with friends, we have lots of friends. You know, don't we? We have acquaintances, people that maybe we see at the school gates or maybe at the gym or maybe at work who you know, we're friendly with. And we would say, yes, we're friends, but you don't share deep, dark secrets with them. But they're nice to have a coffee with or to go for a walk with or you know, to meet up occasionally. Fine. Then we have other friends who are maybe from a significant time in our life. Maybe childhood friendships, quite often they're bonds that are very strong and can never be broken. You know, my best childhood friend is Charlotte. She's an amazing woman. She's one of my bestest, bestest friends in the whole world. I don't see her that often. And very often with childhood friends, obviously that happens. You move away, life gets in the way. You're not doing the same thing day in, day out. So you don't see these friends as much as you would maybe a work colleague who's also a friend. But actually, those bonds are super strong. I know now that if I need anything whatsoever, I can pick up the phone and Charlotte would be there in a heartbeat. And she is. <laughs> and I am to her, too. So those friendships obviously can last a lifetime. Those bonds are super strong, but they're not in your life every day, all the time. So it's a different kind of friend. Then we have the day-to-day -day friends, don't we? The friends that we see a lot, the friends that we interact with a lot, the friends that maybe we speak to a lot. Maybe your best friend fits into that category or maybe your best friend is someone that you don't see so much. You know, thinking about the different types of friendships is key. And the reason why it's so important is because we need to understand when we take a step back and look that with friendship, we have different friends for different things. But in a relationship, we tend to put everything, all that burden, we lump it together and put it on one person. So if you are going through a breakup right now, just have a think, you know, moving forward, who do you have in your life as a friendship base? Because having your friends around you is going to be super important moving forward, but also it will help you work out what kind of partner you need and want in your life. Is it realistic to expect one person, your partner, your romantic partner to be everything to you? to be able to do all those jobs and pick you up and cheer you up and motivate you and support you and console you and be the best parents to your kids and all the other things, right? Or is it not realistic? And can you get some of your needs met by other people in your life? Now, let's have a think about your friends right now. 
maybe grab a piece of paper, jot this down. But who are the most important friends in your world? Who are they? Write a list of them down because it's all often we think, well, I don't really have many friends. One of my clients was saying that to me. Claire, she's a super sweet lady and quite shy, quite introverted. And she said, well, I don't really have many friends, Sarah. So when you talk about having a friendship circle, I don't I don't really have many. So we did this exercise. We sat down and she wrote a list of the people that she would consider as friends in her world. Now, interestingly, there were a lot more than she thought because there were people at the swim club where she takes her son, who actually, over the years of the kids learning to swim, they've become good friends. She hadn't even considered those. Then she had some of her childhood friends, not many because a lot of them had drifted apart. Back in the day, there was no Facebook. You know, I remember when Friends Reunited came out, didn't it? And everyone was like, oh, let's see if I can find someone from uni or from school. You know, we didn't have access to that. Well, I certainly didn't when I was at school and leaving school. So we, it was harder to keep in touch with some of those friends. And Claire had drifted apart from, from lots of them. But there was one or two that she put on the list. And then work colleagues. She hadn't worked for a while, but she was still in touch just every now and again with some of the people that she'd worked with in her last job. So we put them on the list because she was still in contact and she still cared about them a lot and knew that they cared about her. So sometimes it's about defining who your friends are and what is friendship. You know, friendship can be someone that you can sit and have a coffee with, that we really are more of an acquaintance, don't get too deep, but that's still a friend. It can also be an intense, deep friendship. So defining what friendship means to you is going to be key. So when you've written your list down, let's have a look at what kind of friends they are. Are they more acquaintances or are they more deep friendships with strong, strong bonds? Important to identify who's who, to identify why they're friends, why you like spending time with them. You might find some people that you put on the list that maybe shouldn't be on the list. And that's OK, too. OK, this is a great time to have a detox of people that are in your life that maybe don't best serve you. Maybe they make you feel bad about yourself. Maybe it's not about not being with them ever again, but about decreasing the amount of time you spend with them. This is a great way to assess who makes you feel good about yourself, because right now you need the best people for you around you. OK, so there may be other people going through tough times. And maybe you've gravitated towards them. One of my clients, Sarah, she found that she got into a group with other people who were going through breakups and they would meet up quite regularly and they would all share their story and it was very emotional very emotional in fact a lot of times there were tears there was one woman in particular that could only badmouth her ex there was nothing positive and you know who knows maybe he was a thoroughly bad guy they exist we know this right but hanging around people that are focusing on that side of things the negative side is going to bring you down so maybe it's a case of identifying those people and either making sure that you zip up your Teflon suit so that when you go to meet these people, their bounces off and you're not absorbing it. Or maybe if you can, we look at reducing the amount of time that you spend with friends who are what I call energy vampires. You know, they just suck the energy out of you. And sometimes that's OK because you're there to support and help. But at this particular moment, when you need support and help and you need to look after you, 
then maybe spending time with these people isn't the right time right now. Maybe you can press the pause button and go back to those friendships and pick them up when you're just feeling a little bit stronger and back up on your feet. Okay, there will be a time when this is happening and using these tools and techniques will definitely speed up that process. But we have to protect you about who you're spending your time with. Hi, it's Sarah Davison here, the Divorce Coach. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. I just wanted to let you know about a free gift I've got for you, which I know will help you if you're struggling with your breakup or divorce right now. I'd like to offer you a free week's membership of my Heartbreak to Happiness online support group sessions with unlimited access to any of the groups during this time. So what are they? Well, these are friendly and confidential online support groups run by my accredited coaches. I've designed them to ensure that you know you're not alone and there is help and support out there to help you cope better. One delegate, Jane, said after her first session, I can't believe how much better I feel in just one hour. Another delegate, Wendy, said, My friends and family are so fed up of hearing me talk about this. And now I finally feel like I've found my tribe. I've designed these sessions so you'll meet other people going through similar situations and you'll be able to share your story in a safe space. My specialist coaches are all trained personally by me and are there to offer support and help to enable you to dial down those negative emotions and let go of your ex. So I wanted to make a special offer to all my podcast listeners, which is a three weeks access to this unique support. It means that you will have access to as many support sessions as you would like to attend in a week. And we've got lots of days and different times to choose from. This is a great way to start to take your power back and help you feel more empowered. Remember, as I always say, it's not what happens to you that defines you, it's what you do about it that makes you the person you are. So sign up now at www.saradavison.com forward slash support group. That's saradavison.com forward slash support group to claim your free gift and to move from your heartbreak to happiness. The quality of the people you surround yourself with will directly impact the quality of your life. I'm going to say that again because it's super important. The quality of people you surround yourself with will directly impact the quality of your life. You know, someone once told me when I was starting out in my coaching career that you know if you spend time with people who aren't doing as well as you Sarah they'll pull you down if you spend time with people who are doing better than you then they're going to pull you up now it doesn't mean that you don't spend time with any friends who aren't doing as well and when I say aren't doing as well that could be on so many different levels right that could be emotionally could be financially it could be any kind of metric it doesn't matter Success is defined in so many ways. Maybe they're just not as happy as you. But it's important to always find people that are doing better in areas where you want to do better in, because that will enable you to stretch up and push out of your comfort zone. 
So again, really important. I mean, they say that, don't they, about the best tennis players in the world. They don't pay people who are not as good as them. They're always looking to pay someone better than them so they can up their game, learn something new, stretch themselves. And right now, this is what you need. When this becomes your go-to support team, over a period of time, that's going to rub off and it's going to bring you down. What I would really love for you is to find your tribe who are working to push themselves out of that zone, to step up, you know, to, to change their lives around, except that, yes, this is pretty tough right now. And there may be tears, there may be upset, but we can get through this. We can power through out the other side. There's lots of things that you can do. But the most important thing right now is to surround yourself with people with the same mindset who want to power through, who want to get through this as quickly as they can. Okay, so that's really, really important. And then let's look at this list of friends and let's work out what those friends are best served for in your friend zone. And then let's look at this list of friends, okay, your different friends. It doesn't matter if it's a long or a short list. Let's just look at it and say, you know, what do you go to these friends for? You know, why are they in your life? You know, for some friends, it might be that they are there because you've got kids the same age and you talk about kids stuff. You know, maybe you have friends that you talk about work, work things with. You know, maybe there's somebody you work with at work or another friend that's also doing something similar and you can bounce ideas off each other. So it's mainly work related. You know, what is your purpose? Where do you connect best with these friends? Maybe you've got a friend who you can party with till the early hours of the morning. And let's face it, we all need a friend like that from time to time. So my go-to friend for that is Carla. She is awesome. She is great fun. And we always laugh and laugh and have the best evenings. And we're out till two, three. I mean, Carla can party till four, five in the morning. You know, I struggle with that sometimes. But hey, it's great fun and always really happy memories. So she's fun to spend time with but is she the person that I would go to when I need some help when I need some advice when maybe I'm not feeling my best Mm, probably not you know I have other friends that are better at giving advice I have other friends that are better at being supportive so again it's just really helpful to know and really have clarity conscious clarity about the role that these friends play in your life. Now, there's going to be lots of friends where the lines are blurred and they can maybe do more than one thing. But I know you'll notice that there are lots of different people for different things. And actually, that's how we're wired with friends is to have a whole group of different people and we have different conversations and different discussions with all of them. So, when we bring it back to looking at how this impacts us in a relationship, maybe, just maybe, as you're going forward, it makes you think about how much reliance do we want to put on one person to be everything to us when we have such a wonderful group of friends that we already have that can support us for those things too. Now, obviously, there's going to be some things that you want just from a partner that friends can't give you. And that's great. Being clear on what those are will really help you filter out those potential partners who can step up to the plate on those things and who can't. But again, it's about thinking this through consciously, just reacting because somebody liked you on a dating app. So you thought, well, let's give this a go. If you're mismatched, 
if you really need something from a partner and they're not going to give it to you, that's going to lead to constant disappointment. But for those of you looking for a partner and maybe having very high expectations of what they have to step up and deliver, maybe International Friendship Day is going to give you a different perspective. When you take a look at all the amazing things that friends can provide us with, so that company, that chat, that discussion, that support, maybe emotional intelligence on some level about relationships or dating, people that know you from the past that can give you support when maybe you need it, maybe your parents aren't well, or something that's related to home or your childhood. You know, it doesn't always have to be coming from your partner, but that's going to depend on you. Some of you are going to listen to this and think, well, I want my partner to be all that. Great. Go for it. It just makes it a little bit harder to find someone who encompasses all those things. But if you're happy to say, look, I've got some great friends. And actually, when I need some support around my parents, obviously, there's a level of empathy and support and kindness from a partner. But if I really want to get into a discussion, maybe the best person is going to be a friend rather than my partner. It's an interesting way to think about things. And I think it's much needed in this day and age. I think building up your own self-reliance is key. Being able to think things through for yourself, make your own decisions, take your power back, get back in the driving seat. Absolutely essential because looking for a partner to fill the gaps in us is never going to work. Okay, never going to work. But actually having friends and family around who can support us in different areas as well as a partner well, that becomes a healthy dynamic that maybe gives you a better chance of success of finding a successful relationship. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.